Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome back here for another little bite-sized political podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in and downloading all these podcasts. I really appreciate your help. If you want to help me even more, consider subscribing to my uh, Substack, link below. And if you want to buy me a coffee, that really helps as well. And of course, as always, these podcasts are sponsored by my good friends over at Quantum Hypno. Okie dokie, friends. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Oh, no, Trump. Orange man, so bad. Did you see that a couple of days back, he really triggered He triggered so much of the uh, elite, uh, the leftist elite, including those in NATO, um, by basically saying, look, if people aren't prepared, if countries are not prepared to cough up the minimum 2%, of uh, GDP uh, to pay for their membership of NATO and to support the alliance, well, then they need to look out for themselves because if somebody attacked them, he doesn't see why NATO would come to their support. Well, I agree 100% with Trump on that in one level. So, you know, for too long, we've got so many countries freeloading, like, for example, the Irish Republic is a good example of that, but there are many other, like Germany, for example, and so on, these countries who um, basically want to be under the umbrella of NATO, which at the same time not paying to be under the umbrella of NATO. Well, obviously, the minute Trump said this, they all went mad. Oh, my God, Trump's telling Russia, attack all these countries, take them over, because at the end of the day, they're if they're not prepared to uh, cough up the dosh for NATO, then NATO won't uh, protect them. That's the spin that was put on it. Uh, insane, really. However, um, it was interesting to see that uh, quite a few Republicans have said Trump was quite right in what he said and simply ringing the warning bell uh, by urging countries that if you don't pay up, then you can't expect to be on the under the NATO umbrella. He said, uh, Tom Cotton of Arkansas uh, said, strength, not weakness, deters aggression. Russia invaded Ukraine twice under Barack Obama and Joe Biden, but not under Donald Trump. Um, he's talking about the annexation of Crimea, which was Russian, obviously, in 2014, and then the land conflict in of Ukraine in 2022. But this is where I have to, unfortunately, part company for from Republican friends in this, because you see... I don't think NATO's worth a penny of our taxes. I would like the UK to leave NATO. I don't want the UK wasting my taxes uh, propping up NATO because I've come to view NATO as a predator, as a global predator. It's NATO that caused the conflict with Ukraine deliberately and on purpose because of its continued um, uh, advance towards the Russian borders. I don't blame Putin. I blame I blame NATO. And and I no longer see NATO as a force for good. You could argue, but I'm not sure that I would even accept that, that once upon a time when the Soviet Union was in place, there may have been a role for it. But even then, but but that was that ended in 1990. You know, look, for goodness sake, we're sitting all these decades on and you know, we're still saying, oh yeah, you gotta cough up at minimum two percent for NATO protection. NATO could be the thing that gets us into World War Three, so to speak. Uh, and we've seen enough, surely, since the Ukraine thing uh, started in 2022, to be under no illusions about what NATO is. NATO, my friends, is the axis of evil. It's the very thing it accuses Putin of being. 
It's the very thing that is much more likely to create conflict. And then what it says is, well, you know, you need you need to give us uh, more money, more money. Feed the NATO till. No, I don't think we should. So I don't agree with Donald Trump on this one at all. Uh, I would have agreed with him back in 2016, 2017 when he talked these things. But now I see exactly what NATO is. I think NATO is something that we should be worried about, you know, scared off even, because it seems to me that the globalists who are in charge of NATO have no interest in the uh, in, in the nation state, have no interest in peace. Have They don't want peace. They want war. NATO wants war. That, well, at least that's what I think. Um, and I'm judging them on what they do and what they say. And we know, for example, the whole, you know, Victoria, Victoria Newland setup that happened in Ukraine back in 2014 under that color revolution, which led ultimately to the events of 2022. Um, it was all NATO driven. Now, of course, when we say NATO, we should maybe be more clear. NATO is essentially the US and UK. That's what NATO really is, with, the, all the, with all the others added on for a bit of dressing. And it's predominantly the US. Um, and it is essentially the expansionism arm of US foreign policy. And so for that reason, I don't want to support it. And I don't think even Donald Trump particularly, you know, um, I don't understand why he's getting himself caught up in this, because I think that uh, it's... Um, you know, that the NATO itself is a force for ill, not a good thing. And so I'd love us to leave NATO. I'd love uh, NATO to be completely broken up and countries could just resume the business of defending their own borders and, um, and trying to keep peaceful. Thanks for listening.